Hey, everybody out there in uh, Film Pig movie land. It's the Film Pigs, and we're here to talk about the movies. I'm the host this time around. Uh, my name is Todd Anderson. I'm here with Steve Skelton. Say hi. Hi, hi I'm Steve Skelton. And Stephen Fox. Say hi. Cookies. He likes cookies. Um, hey, uh, let's start the show uh, the way we do all these podcasts with a little segment we call Movie News. Our uh, crack team of intrepid reporters. Have, crack and intrepid. They're, they're, like, they're crack-trepid. They're crack-trepid. They're on crack. And uh, they... So they trep a lot. They trep a lot. Um, Steve Skelton, what's your yeah. uh, movie news? My movie news is that uh, in the wake of the massive, massive success of the Deadpool movie, that Channing Tatum's Gambit movie has been pulled. Pulled? And uh, we don't yet know if that means it's been killed or if they're uh, rethinking release dates. Because it's supposed to release this next year. Wait, what's the deal with Gambit? What's the character? I don't know anything about He's a, another mutant... Um, and he's like, so it's a Marvel. Thing. Yeah, it's a Marvel. It's an X Men. It's an X Men thing. So I don't get it. Why? Uh, why are they pulling? I know it? why. Do you know why? Yeah. Why? Why? Because they looked at Deadpool and they said, "Oh shit, we're making a piece of shit. Yeah. We need to rethink this in light of Deadpool's tonally creative and silly um, uh, and successful tone." Yeah, that's very likely totally what it is. Because it's, so it's, Gambit, very, it's very were, likely that the Gambit script was crap and, and mediocre, and yeah. and is going along okay, but wasn't great. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably being replaced with the X Force movie, which will involve uh, well more. I mean, Deadpool. At least, uh, at least mutants. you know this way. Since the, as long as they have something to slot in, so we don't have a second without seeing that Marvel crawl. Oh God, yeah, no, we gotta a, have a that. TV yeah. or movie. No, or... I can't. I can't go. I can't go thirty seconds without seeing those comic book pages. Flippity 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 uh, flip. flip. I know. I love Marvel. Flippity flippity. My favorite Marvel hero is Archie. <laughs> um, Steve Falk, what is uh, your movie news? Uh, they're making a. They're remaking Flatliners. No. Yeah. Why? I'm exci- I, well, because it's a really cool concept for a movie. I think you can't. No, it's dumb. <laughs> no, it's good. It's dumb. You good. can't shock a flatline. The whole point, the whole concept of the movie is scientific. Yeah, medically, wrong. it doesn't check out. Oh, who gives a shit? Well, I don't. It, it's it's with a special drug. But anyway, <laughs> the reason I like I like flatliners not only because it was a it was a cool concept. I you know even though Joe Schumacher directed it, it was I remember their. Uh, their advertising was uh, for, for naming four very, very famous stars of the day, and then one totally unknown. Thusly, it was like Roberts, Sutherland, Bacon, Baldwin, Platt. <laughs> <laughs> it was Oliver Platt somehow wrangled by yeah. equal billing, even though literally no one had heard of his. Big maybe lips maybe and... the marketing department just accidentally put him on the poster and no one checked it. it. So I remember funny. that. I remember going, who's, who's Oliver Platt? Platt? I think I saw the movie and I was still like, which one was this Platt? It was also funny. There was a movie. I don't remember its title, but when I was a kid, I thought it was funny. They advertised it. It was, um, it was uh, Jane Fonda and Gregory Peck, and it was like Fonda, Peck, and then Smits. <laughs> <laughs> Who was you know Jimmy Simpson just in L.A. Law at that point? Is that that was uh, 
Oh, I can't name that movie. The old uh, Gringo, wasn't it? Wow. Wasn't that what it was called? Was that? You, you should be on Douglas Music yeah. News again. Mix. Anyway, that's my news. That's my All right, news. cool. My uh, news is that uh, uh, J.K. Simmons <laughs> yes. uh, reacted to a fan petition. Just kidding, Simmons. Oh. What's his name? <laughs> just kidding. J.K. Simmons, yeah. He's just, You're the writer. Just kidding. Um, he, there was a big fan petition to get him back in the Spider-Man movies. Oh, to back his, back his yeah, J. John and Jameson. He was asked in an interview, uh, you know, do you, what do you think the shots are that this will work? He's like, it's not going to work. It's just a bunch of fans. They can't do anything. <laughs> oh. I like that guy. Which is too bad because he actually was, he, he was like the one shining element through all those movies. Right. He nailed that character. Really well, well, he also said, yeah, if if they asked me to do it, I would. Yeah, but well, it's this, not going to happen. This is a guy who, while he is quite artistic, he has been the voice of an Eminem for, for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he knows where his bread is buttered. Yeah. yeah. He's not ashamed and, of it. And, you know, if no. they can bring back William Hurt from. Uh, the Ed Norton Incredible Hulk, then they can bring back J.K. They Are they move, really doing Yeah, that? they're bringing back his character in, uh, I think, the new Captain America. So, oh, okay. So Ruffalo's Hulk is going to be in the new Captain America? I don't think so. I think he's going to be in the new Thor. But also, eh. eh I don't care. I, I will say, though, the new, um, the new Captain America, I don't care about Captain America at all. Yeah. Like, at all. But the uh, new the trailer for the new one looks really good. Yeah, it's like it's hey, let's we don't need a villain. Let's just have the heroes punch each other. Yeah. Well, I the yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, uh, Captain America movies. I kn- both of the you know solo Captain America movies. I remember liking them, but I yeah, don't really I remember do like anything about them. I would have to rewatch them to. <laughs> to... It, 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 yeah, I guess it is kind of like I remember the second one more, but I've seen the second one more recently, so I guess I remember the first one because I feel like there was Nazis or something. And well, I'm yeah, because it was it was, most, it was a period piece. It was a World yeah. War Two picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, I like Nazis. Yeah, I mean, I don't like them. I like it when they're yeah, bad that's... guys. <laughs> Here, here <laughs> come the letters. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Trump. All right. Should we move on with uh, the next segment? Burn, Hollywood, burn. I smell a riot going on. First they're guilty, now they're gone. Yeah, I'll check out a movie, but it'll take a black one to move me. Give me the hell away from this TV. That music means it's time for our theme discussion. Stephen Falk is being handed a baby monitor. (laughs) He's now. Spot. He's we're, now. We're monitoring the baby. He's now looking at the baby, keeping it monitored so Christina can go out drinking with her friends, right? Does totally. that? She does that every night, right? Yep, that's where she goes. Come, comes home very late. <laughs> she calls it spin class, but, <laughs> but yeah. she's getting. Yeah, right. That's code. So I thought after. Uh, so sorry if there's a tiny little noise. That's I just have to keep it up. A oh little. no worries. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got to monitor the baby. That's her dream. That's her uh, white noise machine. <laughs> no. Oh, it's, it's, right. I'm actually kind of getting sleepy now. Yeah, I'm getting so tired. We, I better like uh, We better start moving okay. so I can get some rest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, um, so after uh, the the Oscars the other night, um, we we had a fun party here at the house with yeah. Steve Falk. Yes, it was excellent. And as all always. of Steve Falk's friends, and it was good times. Um, you say that like we're not Steve Falk's friends. Well, it's he invites us out of guilt just because he's known us for so long. It's like you know, like a relative you don't really like, but you have to because it'll get back to your mom. Yeah, it's and like all a, it like, like we're, a, it's we're like, the racist uncle. 
it's like a friends and family yeah. situation. Yeah, that's you just it. hope and pray that there are enough gregarious and or drunk friends who can mingle efficiently with the family and keep them entertained. Yeah, exactly. And they and, and my friends stepped up and, and made, made you guys feel... I was going to say feel at home, but really just kept you out of my hair. Yeah. Yeah, we were out of your hair. It was really hard. Yeah, I couldn't get a word in to you. Edgewise no, I kept, every time I tried to move towards Falk, yeah, there was like a, a, yeah, a got, wall got, of his friends would just get in the way and well, be yeah, like, hey, was, what's going on were, with your career? We had a special meeting. <laughs> yeah, I love talking about myself. So It was, it was a lovely, a, lovely party. Yeah, it was good times. But I thought oh, it would be... They, they, know, they know how to get you talking. Oh, they sure do. Just they ask about just you. Just ask about me. <laughs> That's all. So what are, what are you angry about lately? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, and a little upset. So since we were celebrating what at least are supposed to be uh, the greatest uh, movies of the year the other night, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the direct opposite here today. Oh, uh, We're going to talk about... Uh, what I'm calling the zero percenters. Why are you calling them the zero percenters? Well, because on Rotten Tomatoes, they got zero percent positive reviews. Wow. Worst reviewed uh, movies of all time. The fun thing in looking at all the zero percent movies is it's a very interesting cross section. Yeah. Uh, much like, you know, the great movies, not necessarily Oscar movies because they tend to lean on dramas, but just in general, you know, great movies is a cross section. Oh, yeah. Terrible movies, interesting cross sections. I, I love cross sections. So I'm going to I'm going to break <laughs> them down for you and uh, ask you guys some questions. How many are there? Is there a total count? Uh you know what? No, because the the sources are all like Wikipedia has an incomplete list, and a couple other places. And you have didn't check any of these incomplete. against the actual Rotten no, Tomatoes. No, no, I I did, I did. If one looks suspect, I would check it, and some of them actually were like ten percent instead of zero percent. But that those numbers fluctuate. Hey, yeah. Wiki, Wikipedia up, updaters, get get on it. Yeah, yeah, guys. stop fucking around. Um. So, okay, so. The the main question, the main thrust of this is because you know even like gods of Egypt has like uh, you know somewhere in the teens or something. Really? Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. Um, KKK magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank God there's an Egypt movie with white people. <laughs> it's about time. Exactly. So now, uh, this is the Egypt I was taught in schooling. So I'm I'm just the the big question I have just over overarching question is that yeah. the right word um, is how do you make a movie that's so bad that every single critic that reviews it hates it and there's no um, you know there's no question about because the thing about Rotten Tomatoes is sometimes the reviews are more mediocre yeah. than horrible. Um, and then it's kind of weird which way they choose to make that. I would say you have to try. You have to try hard. Yeah. In other words, you, you have can't to try tongue in cheek. Yeah, you'll get it has to be people, sincere. You have to be sincere. That's how I would say. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. Let's let's look at some I would of guess. the. I kind of there's a bunch of categories to these. The kind of most but even obvious sincere of like trying to be good, like pixels, was trying, and not that it's a zero. But it should be. Yeah, yeah. Or the cobbler. Yeah, but no, but it's it's trying to make something spectacular and failing in every possible way. Well, let's see. Let's see. What well, I also think there's something in the way critics in general like might have prejudices 
or pretensions about certain types of movies that kind of that kind of weigh into it. Well, look at the, the, this first category. But my one question is yeah. this: just just sort of an overall, what's the criteria for number of critics? Right, that's zero. another thing. So if it's if it's a really oh, obscure movie yeah. that only five critics. Well, and it. older movies too might have the zero percent, but they only have uh, like yeah. seventeen to twenty reviews as opposed to a hundred right. like they they do now. Um, so yeah. I was just looking at stuff that had at least twenty or <laughs> thereabouts. Uh, um, and some of these are, are old movies, um, but the, fir- the like the most obvious category is you know the sequel. Uh, the zero percent ones are examples. This isn't all of them, but like, look who's talking now. Got zero. Highlander <laughs> two, the quickening, the got quickening. zero. Jaws: The Revenge, mm-hmm. Police Academy four, Citizens on Patrol. More than one Police Academy has gotten a zero. Uh, that was the only one that I found on some lists had, had other had ones, one. but but when you check, but they, when I checked, since, they were they were like five percent or whatever. I stand corrected. Um, or they just Bobcat didn't have Goldthwait daily. And the later ones, like like the later ones, don't really have enough reviews. Right. Because at that point, the critics had just given up. Um, uh, Bad News Bears go to Japan, uh, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2, uh, and Staying Alive, which is a sequel to to Saturday Night Fever. That has zero. Zero. I mean, I didn't see it, but... Um, well, it was one of the. I remember when it came out, how bashed it got by critics. So that's yeah, it was actually a pretty, not it was a surprising. Pretty, uh, to me. What's like Ishtar and Howard the Duck? There, they have some positives, probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ishtar's not a terrible movie. Ishtar was more about the. I mean, the critics hated it, but not necessarily across the board. It was more about how much the movie cost, cost yeah. and how big of a bomb Evans it was. Gate. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Uh, Obviously, these are, you know, most of these are cynical cash grabs that, you know, the studio's greenlit, you know, because that's what they do uh, to try and make money on a a brand. Um, So I guess, and I think a lot of the critics, uh, you know, these movies are really bad, but I I don't really know if, you know, like a Return of the Living Dead 2 really is the worst kind of movie for the kind of genre it represents yeah Um, yeah it was probably getting some dings against it just because of the genre right right exactly and i wonder if you know the critics have sort of a a general prejudice about the sequel thing or they at least used to they may it may be less so now because we're such a franchise-based business uh as far as movies are concerned Mm -hmm. yeah there's some sequels now but well but i would say probably uh, definitely in the case of like uh horror sequels Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think those are generally seen as less than. Yeah, for sure. Critics. I mean, do you think it's okay that, you know, for a critic to have that prejudice going in when they get assigned police academy citizens on patrol? I mean that, you know, that's a drag of a job for sure, a critic. But is so. it, uh, yeah. Well, or should they be going in regardless of the fact that it's police academy four with an open mind of some kind? <clears throat> Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I, ideally, a critic will uh, go in with as open a mind as possible to any assignment. But, but also to be fair, you know, once you get you know far down the line in like a police academy or something like that, it's a there's only so much you I think is reasonably can be expected to right. be tolerated. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, it's just like I, I feel like it's also like a police aca- like a police academy five is. It's not going to magically find a whole new audience with a great review. Right, right. That's true. 
That's true. Well, but also a lot of sequels don't have the original cast. Yeah, and that and that's that true. that is just or create a force behind hit it or, against yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Although much of the the Police Academy Four was the last one with most of the original cast. Academy is not um, a good litmus <laughs> test for this. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just letting you know. I'm you just, just, you're, just you know. you're just stating the facts. Now, speaking of, uh, I'm just I'm telling you what's up about police. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of these kind of prejudices, another uh, kind of segment of these zero percent movies that I noticed were, you know, the the trashy. You were saying you were mentioning horror, mm-hmm. trashy, distasteful kind of horror shows. Oh, the more the more shock oriented, Sh- shock schlocky yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, examples I have here are Nine Seven Six Evil, right. Uh, which I believe Robert Anglin directed. Might have been. If I'm not What crazy. was the area code? Uh, I think it was five, 818. Five, five. <laughs> it was 555. Five, five. <laughs> it's a movie area code. Uh, I Spit on Your Grave 2 right. is one, which was uh, a sequel to the remake of I Spit on Your Grave. I think we know a, what it was a sequel to. Yeah. A re- well, the re- I was just specifying it's, it's the sequel to the remake, not to the original. Ah, okay. Um, and uh, the recent remake of Cabin Fever. Oh, right, because that, that was just... Zero? Like... Is the most recent 0%. It's yeah. a pointless remake. Um, although Eli Roth said he really, really liked it. Oh, well, great for him. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he has a piece. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these movies are awful and... In especially the I spit on your grave thing is is really it's the, the the kind of movie that just makes you feel awful about being a person and watching a movie, those kinds. But of, do you think like movies. I mean if you make a movie like that, but that's would what you I'm, really be surprised to get a zero from no like, no and and critics? does that and does that help it? Yeah, that's almost because the kind of people want, who are think. who are gonna go who are gonna watch these movies want them to be as trashy want them to be as, as repulsive possible. to mainstream. Uh, uh, sure. Critics sometimes advertisers yeah. then pick up on that and and, and play the uh, negative ads in their ads. Right, right. So, so, I mean, and I feel like the critics to a lot of these movies are reacting uh, as sort of moral police, as opposed to looking at a, a movie and how it's made and whether or not it's it's actually it's a well-made, a well-made or not, yeah. uh, because of its disgusting subject matter. And the tone, you know, sure. it's not, you know, I spit on your grave. It's not the accused. It's, you know, the the rapes are supposed to be titillating on some level, I think. Um, but do you think that's okay for critics to be moral police? Um, I, I, I think, I, I don't know if the evidence is there that says they are doing that when they say a zero to 976. Well, I mean, I think uh, with a lot of, exploitation movies you know it's not it's not always complete zero but they usually hate them well i think as long as they're being honest you well know? but but but, yeah. but when you but, but here, here's what but they but, find it they, they find the subject matter but when, here, here's like some, the hills have eyes remake right. there's something that can get lost in this number mm-hmm. that we could think that four is better than zero eight or six right right it's binary though right so all it needs is that no critic gave it a pot, thought it was a good movie. Right. So it's not that hard when you think about it. If it's a bad movie, it's an empirically bad movie with mm-hmm. no redeeming qualities, yeah. morality aside, 
Right. It's going to get a zero. Right. Like it's not. It's not that crazy that a movie that's just tr- not well made, no budget, mm-hmm. no no artistic sensibility, and not really any fun is going to get a zero. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I haven't seen the Cabin Fever remake. But but a remake of a movie from 12 years ago, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, whenever it was. Uh, yeah. I think there's something that is so patently unnecessary right. about that. Well, yeah. That it already has a massive strike against it. And that's what a lot of these sequels, regardless of remakes, they have a strike against them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, another one uh, that was sort of interesting that I thought is, you know, there's the the occasional studio-made star vehicle that gets a zero. Uh, examples being uh, Loose Cannons with uh, Gene Hackman and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, God. Uh, from the 80s. Uh, Mobsters with Christian Slater and all those young hot that has guys. A zero? Wow. Yeah, that has a zero. Uh <laughs> A movie called Shadow Conspiracy with Charlie Sheen and Donald Sutherland. Wow. Uh, Wagons East with uh, John Candy. Oh, right. Wow. A Thousand Words with Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Uh, And uh, one that, like, this kind of... I mean, I haven't seen this movie since it came out on VHS, but A Low Down Dirty Shame with Keenan Ivory Waynes. That is a zero? Yeah, that's what I I was like. I don't remember it being that bad. bad. It was all right. You know, it was fine. It was dumb, but it had action and stuff yeah. that was kind of well realized. So that sort of surprised me. Um, do you equate the the making of these star vehicles uh, with the same kind of cynicism of, uh, as making these uh, bad sequels that we mentioned before? Well, I think in the case of the star, it's it's. I mean, it's not so much cynical but probably more uh you know a financial move on on the part of the studio that says yeah let's do this with this star cuz we think we can make this amount of money right so what like what i mean you know hackman's that's a business and, that's, and that's just the, that's just the pure business of, but it's side. interesting i i think what the common thread of a lot of these are not certainly all zero percenters but a lot of them are they have a strike against them going in and and these because they are celebrities who should have known better, right? Right. So right. If it was if it was Low yeah, Down but... Dirty Shame starring <clears throat> someone unknown made by the next Maddie Rich or whoever, some Sundance kid, right? You know, with no star, some guy plucked off the street, it, it probably would have been judged a little less harshly. I think. Oh, so you think that the stars kind of I mean, create the, the, the star in this in this category is the uh, strike. Yeah, because right. it's like none of those not, none of those movies you brought up. We were like, oh, but I remember that that script was really good. I, I don't know why that went so bad. It's like no, everything yeah, was kind of uh, the stars were having a slow year or something yeah. and needed a paycheck. But yeah. the, but but I guess that's the other thing. It's like if you have like a Gene Hackman in a movie, uh, you know you would think that they would be trying to make the best possible movie. So getting from point A to zero, you know. The but there are a lot of people who are given opportunities and money who are just not good. That's a good point. At all. So, so like, it's a perfect like, storm it's not of a, madness. Yeah, and it's yeah. not a merit. This is not a meritocracy, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. At yeah. all. No. Someone's son is given a director, given a movie. 
Yeah. And they rope Christian Slater because they have $5 million to give him, and they surround him with a few other young gun types, and he's he wants to make his godfather, and he's bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just bad at yeah. it. Well, that movie, too, was... It, I, that Mobsters, I do remember, and I, I saw it in the theater, and it is an incompetent mess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not just, like, bad acting. I mean, it's just the movie makes yeah. no sense visually, narratively. Yeah. It's such a mess of a movie. But, like, that's amazing to me that... I mean, talk about they pull a plug on a Marvel movie yeah. that you mentioned in movie news. You'd think something like this, like after three days of looking at the dailies, the executives are like, we can't Do you know sink who? any I know, more money true. into this. Well, sometimes enough money has been spent in development. Already. Right? Yeah. Early, Do you know yeah. who I remember is in that movie, who I don't know who it is, but I just remember from the ads 30 years ago? Costas Mendelior. What? Oh, the guy from... Uh, Tall, skinny, good-looking, Italian-looking dude. Who who uh, is not skinny anymore and is in those Saw movies? Somehow I know the name Costas oh, Mendelior. He's in all. The, he's yeah. in the Saw sequels. Yeah, he, like, t- yeah. After Jigsaw dies, he takes he over. He becomes and he's, he's a, a cop. cop. He's the cop, right? He's yeah. investigating. Isn't it crazy him. that I know that. That is crazy. Wow. I, Anything can happen on this podcast, folks. That is crazy too, because now I realize why he's in all those Saw sequels. Because what? at some point he like had heat as a young guy had been around for a yeah. while or yeah. something. Because yeah. when he popped up in that, I was like, "Who's this guy? Yeah. And why? Why is he the lead <laughs> of all these movies all of a sudden?" What's a Costas Mendelior? Yeah, what is that? Um, all right, and then there's uh, is that a Star Wars bounty hunter. Yeah. Then there's the, the people that uh, uh, critics hate, basically no matter what they do. Um, and I don't necessarily think the critics are are always wrong, but you know. Examples: Steven Seagal's on Deadly Ground got zero percent. Right, that has a zero. Uh, Polly Shore's in the Army now, zero percent. Adam Sandler's recent Netflix oh. <laughs> debut, The Ridiculous Six, got zero percent. I believe that. Um, Sandler's an interesting case because I think, like I, I do like Billy Madison, and if his movies are on cable, I'll watch them with my kid and have a laugh. You know, there's that golf one, Happy Gilmore, and yeah. all that stuff. Both. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like he's still just sort of making the same dumb movie over and over again. And maybe that's stale, but... But I, but I think, but I think that factors into, uh, you know, getting uh, uh, marks against you in terms of uh, reviews. But he's not. He makes high-minded movies also. Yeah. And that is a mistake. Like The Cobbler or Rain Over... Over me. Oh God. Or Spanglish. Wait, wait so Rain Funny Over Me people. doesn't have a zero? <laughs> That's insane if it doesn't. Um, no, it doesn't. Uh, 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 the click. Like there, he's he's not just making stupid movies. That would be maybe better. Although if Ridiculous Six didn't get, a I watched single. a few minutes of Ridiculous Six. It was it was fine. It's yeah. just dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I just thought that was interesting because, like, critics always hated everything Polly Shore did. Obviously, they always hated Steven Seagal. Yeah. Um, but these are people who make very particular movies. I mean, you make a good point about Sandler, you know, <clears throat> reaching creatively on some level. Polly Shore never did. He just was making the same right. movie about an idiot who's doing something he shouldn't be doing, whether it be jury duty or joining the army or working on a farm or making movies. <laughs> well, he doesn't get to so much anymore. Nope. Um, and then there's uh, 
there's a lot of ripoff movies in the zero percent oh, thing. Sure. Uh, there's one oh, called like the, um, There's a Saw ripoff called Scar. Is the Nick Cage Taken called What was that movie called? Stolen. Stolen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even that, try. With that the was title. that was on there. Uh, <laughs> Got uh, this ring. You know the Ring horror movie uh, ripoff called One Miss Call. Red Line, which was a Fast and the Furious ripoff. Um, and, you know, it's sort of like the Asylum movies for, mm-hmm. for Sci-Fi Channel, where they try to make it sound like a movie. Yeah, like Atlantic Rim. Yeah, exactly. Like, dumb stuff like Just that. Just use the other ocean. Yeah. Well, like, one said... I saw a trailer for one, and it said... San, it was a ripoff of San Andreas... But it was called San Andreas Fault Line. Yeah. <laughs> but they awesome. just added words. San Andreas's. But I don't know. Like, I'm the kind of guy who will watch the ripoff movies because sometimes they're, we, we they're enjoyably uh, dumb. And like you hate books. Like Torque. <laughs> uh, books are stupid. It's either that or read. I'd rather watch Torque than read a book. <laughs> Scott Ice Cube running uh, his motorcycle on top of a train. Come on, you guys. What book could possibly a match book that? book can't do that. <laughs> and, then, and then there's there's these what-the-fuck movies, like Simon Says, starring Dennis Rodman. Oh, God. Pinocchio with Roberto Benigni. Like, those are examples of well, movies where, what, like, who, what were people thinking? Well, but then there's also, like, the, like, I mean, the perfect storm of just utterly incompetent movies, like Ballistic X versus Sever. Well, I was going to, I was going to mention that because that has, takes the cake as uh, the most reviews. Yeah. That are zero percent. No, one hundred and eight critical I, reviews. And I tried oh. for my line reading. I I thought I was going to be able to pull something from Ballistic X versus Sever, so I watched it today, uh-huh. and I had to go to a different movie because that movie's so bad, so uh, poorly made. No, it should. I don't think it is because I I looked at it and it just has one guy is credited as the writer. And it doesn't look like it's from a comic book when you, but you'll so think it is. So you just named it that? Yeah. That mess and, of garbled yeah. words? And it's, and it's so poorly and cliche-ridden made that, and it's so dull. Like, even Antonio Banderas doesn't chew the scenery ever. It must have been foreign the money. Whole thing. It must have been no, foreign money. No, it was because the guy that directed it, I think he's uh, uh, like a Hong Kong guy or in uh, in in apparent because I, I can't remember his name, but uh, 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 he was he was he was going by uh, Chaos, <laughs> directed by Chaos. This title and, made sense in Hong yeah. Kong in Taiwanese. <laughs> and apparently, he made like a few movies in like Asia that also were like huge bombs. Yeah. Really. The other thing that surprised me about this uh, list of zero percent is how few of them are the kind of fun bad that I like. Yeah. You know, most of them are just, like you're saying just about dull. ballistic, just dull yeah. exercises and in, in more mediocrity than horribleness, but there are a few that I really love. All right. <clears throat> Troll 2. <laughs> Empire of the Ants. You know that one? No. With uh, It's Joan Collins as a real estate oh. agent, and she brings a bunch of rich people to an island that she wants to develop as like a vacation community. And but this toxic waste gets into the water, it's and the toxic. ants grow to monster size. Joan Collins. Joan Collins. It's like yeah. one of those kind of disaster-ish like sci-fi. It's like them, but really dumb. Was it like a seventies or was that an eighties? I think it was seventies. Um, 
And then uh, there's a movie called Megaforce. Oh, love me some Megaforce. Megaforce. Never seen Deeds, that. not words. <laughs> Barry Bostwick. And then maybe my favorite on the list is Death Wish 3, starring Charles Bronson. Because that's, that's when it was full on in the canon. Oh, they, all the sequels are canon. Yeah, because the, the first one The first one wasn't. Um, but the second one is just an unpleasant ice Three's on your the grave. one where the whole city goes crazy, right? Yeah, those yeah. cities overtaken by punks. <laughs> one of which is Alec Winter, who's yeah. in that yeah. uh, canon documentary. Yes. He's just talking shit about everybody involved in that movie. <laughs> he's like, he said in that, that documentary, he's like, the fact that someone didn't die during the making of this movie, <laughs> never mind, somebody should have died every day making this movie. <laughs> it was so dangerous. <laughs> Uh, but it's a bananas bad movie. Loved it. If you've not seen Death Wish 3, no. see Treat Death yourself. Wish 3. And I'm going to end on this note. Yeah. It's Pat. Discuss. No. No? You won't? <laughs> no. I was surprised that was the only SNL zero. Uh, sketch movie that, that had the zero. Well, they tend to, you know, there there's some comic DNA there. You know, it made someone laugh at it, some point. It's Pat, you mean? Yeah, well, those, no, the, all the SNL movies. They, oh, yeah. They, they, they were, in short form, made an audience laugh. So, yeah. So it's not super surprising that there was no, that, that they found ways to ma- entertain a handful of people. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, that's true. That's, but uh, nobody saw it. It's Pat. Oh, it's stupid. Shouldn't have got a great night. Well, there you have it. Those are the zero percenters, you guys. Nice. This drummy official sounding music means it's time to uh, adjourn ourselves to the uh, courtroom and put a, a movie professional on trial for crimes against cinema. This person could be sent to the Robert De Niro Maximum Security Penitentiary, which has a lot of wings. Minimum security does have a, a lot drunk of tank, a yard with angry dogs. Um, there's also a ship you can get sent out on, <laughs> the <laughs> pig's org or whatever it's called. And uh, well, let's see who uh, who's on trial. Who's doing this? It's Me. Falk. Who's on trial, Falk? Uh, if it pleases the court. Oh, it pleases. Honor. It pleases me. This attorney never thought this lawsuit would come to fruition. Hmm. Never thought it would be necessary due to one fact. And one fact only. The defendant was born on November 13th, 1934. Whoa. Whoa. We're going after the olds. In New York City. But recent developments have made this a necessity. He was a joke writer for Joey Bishop. And then Jack Parr, The Tonight Show. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, excuse me, there's been an outburst in the court. Please, everybody. Silence. Yeah. I'll silence. find you in contempt. Please. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, he was paired with uh, writer Jerry Belson and became a, a writing team. They eventually uh, then became creator of a show called Hey Landlord, which only lasted one season. But then uh, we're tasked with adapting uh, a Neil Simon play called The Odd Couple for television. Hmm. It became a big hit mm-hmm. with uh, Jack Klugman and, uh, the Klugs. and, and uh, Tony Randall. The Tones. Uh, the on, his own, on his own, our defendant, 
created Happy Days, mm-hmm. Laverne uh-huh. and Shirley, which starred his sister, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Penny, and uh, Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. uh, along with a few other lesser-known um, uh, entities. In the early 90s, uh, Marshall met Hector Elizondo playing basketball. They became great friends. And uh, Elizondo appears in every movie Marshall has directed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. beginning with his first feature, Young Doctors in Love. Mm. Um, in 1984, Marshall had a movie a hit uh, with his second movie that he wrote and directed called The Flamingo Kid. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like Dillon. The Flamingo Kid. He went on to make uh, uh, Tom Hanks um, uh, a movie called uh, N- uh, Nothing in Common. Oh, yeah. Uh, starring Jackie, Jackie Gleason. Gleason. Yeah. Then he went on in the 80s to make Overboard and Beaches. Beaches, a big, big, big lady, weepy movie that everyone loves. And then he had his biggest hit in 1990 when he made Pretty Woman. Uh, made Julie Roberts yes. star, a hooker, the heart of gold, had finally had its uh, its she wouldn't its Casablanca. <laughs> she wouldn't kiss. That wasn't part of her job. She nope, wouldn't kiss. She just she fucked. Just fucked. She just used that's, her pussy. Sucked, yeah, that's standard fucked. operating procedure. Just suck, fuck, so, yeah. Use her butt, her puss. <laughs> but don't try to kiss me. Her titties don't kiss me. Uh, she went on to make. Uh, he went on to make uh, Frankie and Johnny, which is a, a misguided attempt at uh, adapting uh, Terrence McNally's uh, Frankie and Johnny Declared a Loon. Starring Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. I like the movie, but it's not good. Exit to Eden, equally misguided, uh, with Rosie O'Donnell oh, in yeah. uh, in Dominatrix outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dear God, which I actually don't remember. Maybe Ellen was answering letters at a post office addressed to God, and then yeah, not oh or no, uh, uh, really uh, uh, and Greg, uh, Greg uh, Kinnear, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, maybe. the other sister was a retard movie starring, oh, starring Juliette Lewis. Uh, Runaway Bride was another big hit, uh, 1999. Uh, Julia Roberts and Richard Richard Gere reunited. Princess Diaries, Raising Helen, Princess Diaries Two, Colin Royal Engagement, Georgia Rule. <laughs> then he stumbled on something, which is picking a random holiday. <laughs> So in every goddamn movie a star who would say yes to half a million and a, and, and their own trailer, uh-huh. uh, starting with Valentine's Day in 2010, <sighs> New Year's Eve in 2011, <sighs> then he took some time to get mouth cancer and do a play, and then he did uh, in 2016, coming up, the reason that he, for this trial... Just when we all thought he was, you know, 81 now. He was going to slither off into oblivion, do some, do whatever he does, eat, eat some matzo ball soup, hang out with the old friends. He uh, came out of semi-cancer retirement to make Mother's Day. Oh, boy. Uh, which is coming out this year. Mm. His name is Gary Marshall, of course. Now, he's not hurting anyone. <laughs> <laughs> because really, at this point, if you're stupid enough to go see... A third Gary Marshall random holiday movie. A generic holiday title. Shame on you. But I would say, let's not let him near cameras anymore. I would say, <laughs> keep him away from movies. That money could be used to you know feed homeless people or f- make good water in Flint, Michigan. Uh, let him do theater at the Falcon in Tulica Lake, the theater he owns. Sure, yeah, sure. Uh, he can go eat soup at Bob's Big Boy, not harm anyone, have his driver take him home, have a nice schwitz, <laughs> live a nice life, hang out with Penny, so you- who also survived multiple cancers. They're both just they're a couple of altacockers in their 70s and 80s <laughs> with cancers. Let them just have fun, but you know we're gonna we're gonna gently like we would. 
grandma take the remote away from her <laughs> or the keys to the car. Yeah, you can't drive we're, anymore. We're going to gently take the movie cameras away from Gary Marshall in mm-hmm. my uh, proposal. And, and before he makes part Arbor of, Day. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but part of your proposal for a sentence is basically sentencing him to confinement in Burbank. I, Toluca Lake, the well, Toluca, Toluca Lake, we, Burbank, and do we have a do we have a forced retirement community <laughs> associated with the prison? I, you know, I don't want to take him out of his house, right? You know, and he's got the theater, and, and he got the theater. So maybe, maybe a maybe a very, um, you know, but it let the man go on vacation. I would just say banned from um, all all movie making activities. No cameras. No cameras. No cameras. Uh, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> I find him guilty and sentence him to no cameras. Bye, Gare. Bye, bye. Bye, Gare. Bye, bye. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, that was a rough one. Yeah, it was right because he's wanna... elderly. Yeah, and... What mean, if Mother's Day is a? What is that he's noise? Oh, that's weird. Is this? That's is that in the neighbor? Is that your neighbor? Yeah. Somebody's Somebody... a baby monitor. Oh, it's a baby. Oh, is that the baby? She's not doing anything. Are you sleeping? Oh. Was that no? I didn't. It, 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 there it is again. Oh my gosh, you guys! I know what this is. What is it? Uh, it it it's time for the Nick Cage Memorial Bizarre Line reading. It gets us every. Single I always time. forget about this yeah. segment, no, and then too. when that happens, it's like it's always. Who remembers Nick Cage? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, and I did see Stolen. Uh, <laughs> Remember <laughs> stolen? It's like stolen. I, I have a very specific set of things I can do with my hands and feet. <laughs> so uh, Steve Skelton yes. uh, has selected a bizarre line reading uh, as worthy of uh, the Nick Cage uh, bizarre line reading canon. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Um, well, like I said earlier, uh, I originally may went I chime to, in uh, with uh, oh. just uh, as a host. Yes. Uh, if you want a beer in the garage, there's a fridge full of them. Feel free to sneak up there and get it at any time during. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay. So or nice. send the non-talker up to get yeah. for both of you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, I, in the spirit of the subject, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, we we don't always get to sync up, but uh, I had I had enough lead time and and I started, was like I'm going to get a zero percent movie and get a get a. a a line reading from that. So I, of course, went to Ballistic X versus Sever. As you were like saying. Like I said, yeah, and I yeah. watched it, all of it. Wow. And there's nothing worth listening to in it. So mm. I had to go it's to my bad. backup, which is, of course, uh, Highlander 2, The Quickening. Oh, okay. Which is also a 0%. And I found something that I didn't realize was there. So I have two line readings. Wow. Yeah. Well, the first one, it's not bizarre. It's just good. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's from a friend of the film pigs, a terrific actor and an all around great human being. Rusty Schwimmer is in Highlander too. What? Oh right, I forgot about that. And she's in a she in early in the early in the picture. Christopher Lambert, when he's still in his old man makeup and doing a silly old man voice, is hanging out in a bar, and Rusty plays a drunk who accosts him. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. And so she has this we great, love Rusty. She has this great quick bit, which has an awesome uh, line. That, that, and here we go. You're a good boy, Timmy. Well, bottoms up. Hey, are you McLeod? Hey, I asked you a question. Are you McLeod? Yes, I am. Great. I always wanted to meet the guy that turned the world to shit. 
right. And then she hucks a bottle at him. <laughs> but she's doing this. Uh, she's doing a really great drunk. Like, she, yeah, just, yeah. She, she never, so so surly. She's tremendous. She so yeah, that was I. I, love Russia. I yeah, I, I was like, holy shit! So there's that. That was uh, the good line reading. Here's the bizarre one, and uh, this is later in the movie. Uh, this is where Michael Ironside's bad guy is getting a cab ride. Oh and, shit! And I forgot a, Michael Ironside yeah, is in this. He's having a conversation with a cab driver named Jerry, and I think this. I, I IMDb wasn't exactly clear on the character names. I think this actor his name is philip brock and he philip playing the cab driver infuses his character with so many different flavors that it's insane exactly at the point when michael ironside stabs his sword through the seat divider Mm. Uh, so they're going to talk for a little bit and then the car is going to pull over and there's going to be a sword stabbing noise and then his reaction and it's quite amazing here we go My name's Jerry Pritchard, man. What do they call you? It's quite comfortable back. <laughs> Rather like a cop. Right. People in this town will kill you for a nickel, man. Hey, 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 you hey. The fuck away from hey, my car! Come back! Come back! You're in the music business, aren't you? Call it a hunch. I knew that. And the car's pulling up to uh, a building. Man, that's cool. I, I wish I was in the music business. My sister was in the music business. You should meet her. I think you two get along. Stop I really now. do. What, here? Now. <laughs> this is a good place to stop. God damn! Woo! Shit! Fuck! Yeah! I'll get out here. <laughs> it's like, there's a giant sword next to his face when he has that reaction. It's like four different He's emotions like that are all opposite. Why is he excited? He's terrified, excited, amazed, delighted. It's awesome. Dude, that's amazing. I forgot Ironside was in that. He's always a pleasure. Oh, yeah. That's it. He's a Canadian treasure. That uh, delightful music means it's time to play a little game. You guys, Ooh. you know, you want to play a game? Oh, I'd love to play a game. You guys love games. I love games. games. You love games. <laughs> I am going to use the other side of this piece of paper to keep score. I am writing Falk and Skelton on this piece of paper. You better. Oh, you got you got Falk, to write our names down. Skelton. Otherwise, you all know whose score is whose. Can I give you something to write on? Uh. I got my pencil. So it doesn't bleed through. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you've, well, you've, this you've is been around wood. Yeah, it could. <laughs> yeah, give me something to write on. You got a book? Uh, Did you grab one? The, no, the, no, not the, that one. The, the big ones down there. Yeah, okay, come on, America. Yeah, sure. let's. America with John Stewart. Sure. All right, all right, good. So this game is called Rotten Percentages. All it is is I'm going to name a movie right. that got a rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I like right. This. And you got to tell me the Rotten Tomatoes percentage. Ooh. We'll take turns. Now, this is all critics or top critics? Going or people first. and critics or what? It's, it's, the, it's, it's the Rotten it's Tomatoes the, rating. So, so it's the critics only. Oh, it's all critics. Yeah, it's not the audience thing. Uh, so we'll take turns. You'll each, we'll go back and forth. I like it. So I like it. I one like person it. goes like first, um, you know, every yeah. other time. Um, if you, uh, and the player who's closest to the percentage, 
will get the point. Okay, so it's like a Price is Right bidding. No, right. No, it, you can go over. You can go over. Oh, okay. And Price is Right, you can't go over. You can go over on this as whoever's closest, okay. regardless of, uh, you know, under or over. Yeah. And if you get it exact, then that's a three-point. Oh, ding, ding, that's ding. That's a three-pointer out of the gate. Um, so are you guys ready to play Rotten Percentages? Yeah. It doesn't really How matter many are if, there? if I'm not ready, does it? Uh, there's like 30-something and a and a tiebreaker if necessary. Let's do it. That's a lot. All right. So on this round, uh, Falk will go first. Skelton will go second. Uh, the aforementioned gods. By the way, what? I chose all recent movies. Um that have lots of reviews. Okay. Like over 100 okay. reviews. Okay. Uh, so the first one is Gods of Egypt. Steve, what's your... Uh, I thought you intimated that it was zero. Is that not part no, of No, no. I said before that it's not zero. Oh, as, okay. As bad Are as any it's of these supposed zero? to be. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to tell I'm gonna you say, right. I'm going to say 12. And Skelton? Oh, I got to say something, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say 14. Mmm. Falk... Gets three points. Ooh, dead on exactly 12. 12. Holy oh. smokes. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Okay, Ooh. this time Skelton goes first. All right. The movie is called Risen. Risen. This is the Jesus one. This I'm going to say Jesus 11. One. Okay, and Falk. 22. Falk gets it. It's 57. 57? Mm-hmm. It's just right. under the fresh. Right. they got to get 60 to get fresh, right? Uh... All right, Falk is first this time. Triple nine. Oh, uh, triple nine. What the hell is triple nine? I reviewed it in at in our in our uh, show. It's a violent Aaron Paul movie. Casey Affleck, cops. Kate Winslet for some reason is in it. Not supposed to be great. Looks fun. Forty-seven. Skeleton. I'm gonna also say forty-seven. I don't. Can you do that? <laughs> no, you got to pick a different number. That's why I'm going back and for, forth on the. Oh, you have to first. pick a different number. Yeah, pick a different number. Steal my number. Forty-six. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say? Forty-seven. Yeah. And you said forty-six. 46. It's fifty-four. So God damn fall, it. Fall yeah, fuck off. All right, now Skelton, you get to <laughs> go first. Why can't you pick the same number? Because then the, they, there's no game. There's no game. You got to pick a different number. That's why we're going back and forth okay. on who goes first. Uh, Skelton. Yes. How to be single. 38. Okay. And Falk? How to be single. Um, I'm going to say 67. Uh, 67. What did you say? 38. 38. It's uh, 49. So it's Skelton, right? Is my math right? Yes. I don't know. You guys making me do too much math. Um. Oh shit! I didn't write. That. We're not making you do math. You made this game up. I know. I forgot to write down the percentage on Zoolander number two. Uh, so Falk, you go first this time. Uh, ride along two. Ooh. Uh, ride along two. I'm gonna say th- thirty-one. Okay. And Skelton. Thirty-nine. Uh, it's fifteen percent. So Whew. that's Falk's point. God damn. Um. All right, uh, Steve Skelton. Yes. The Boy. The Boy? It's a horror movie about a girl who... Uh, has 17. To... 17 in, in fall? Oh, I'll say 18. It's 32, so that's God Falk's point. Uh, <laughs> this game sucks. Skel- <laughs> Skelton. Skelton. You're terrible at it. Uh, or Falk, rather. Uh, the Fifth Wave. 
I don't know what that is. It's a young adult. The Chloe Gmersh, uh, Gmersh Mortzen yeah, alien show. Yeah, it's one show. of those YA yeah. movies. I'll give it Fifth Wave. I'll give it 32. 31. That's Skelton because it's 17%. Wow. Uh, uh, Skelton. Yes. Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Hmm. Will Ferrell and. 41. 41 and uh, Falk? Uh, uh, 40. Falk gets it. It's 30%. Yeah, I think we just figured out how this game I'm works. I'm just playing your dick uh, rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's no point. Is it yeah. just, you just choose well, no, upper or lower. Unless you get the exact. Unless you think you're... Unless you can get the right. Like three. I did one. Um, those odds aren't that great. Wait, who... You went first last time? Uh, I yeah. went first, so, yeah. Uh, Falk, Dirty Grandpa. Uh, Dirty Grandpa, um, I'm going to say 47. And Skelton? 39. You said, well, you said 47. 47? Skelton got it. It's 10%. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were way off. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Skelton. Yes. Uh, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Oh, is this the Michael? This is the, the, the Michael Bay Benghazi movie with uh, the Office guy. Seven. I'll say eight. Falk gets it because it's fifty-three percent. Jesus! <laughs> wow. Um, We're, I'm really underestimating or overestimating yeah. humanity. I'm yeah. not sure which. <laughs> uh, Falk, Alvin, and the Chipmunks: The Road Chip. The road chip was the last one. I hate that pun. <laughs> I can't get behind it. I'm going to say 14. And Skelton. 13. It's 16, so Damn Falk it. takes it. Uh, By a chipmunk's whiskers. <laughs> uh, rather, Skelton. Uh, 50 Shades of Black. Ooh, 50 Shades of Black. I'm going to say 11. 12. Uh, Skelton gets it because it's 9%. Wow. Uh, Falk, Norm of the North. What's that? Yeah, what is that? It's a cartoon movie. About a, about a reindeer? About a bear. I'm polar say, bear. I'm going to say 31. Okay, Skelton. 30. Skelton gets it because it's eight. Jesus. It's <laughs> uh, Jesus. It's like a Delgo. Skelton, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That came out already? 22. Oof. Falk. 21. Skelton gets it. It's 43. Wow. Skelton's making a bit of a comeback here, you guys. 43? That can't be right. Uh, Falk. The Forest. Don't know what that is. It's a horror movie about a forest where anyone who goes there, they kill themselves. And the sisters... (laughs) Say 21. 21. 20. Uh, Skelton gets it because it's nine. Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm shooting blank suddenly. Skelton. Yes. Hotel Transylvania 2. Adam 23. Sandler. Adam Sandler movie. 23. Falk? Uh, I will say 24. Falk gets it. It's 56. Damn. Yes. Wow. That one, yeah. Um, Falk. It's unexpected 50 percenters. In the Heart of the Sea. Oh, that's the whale movie? That's the... That's the uh, Moby True Dick. story oh, that Dick. inspired Moby Dick. I'm going to say 37. Okay, Skelton. 36. Falk gets it because it's 42. 42? Yeah. Skelton, 
Victor Pe- Frankenstein. People are idiots. Victor Frankenstein. Victor Frankenstein. Victor Frankenstein. Who's in that one? James McAvoy. I thought it was Aaron Eckhart. Oh, no, that's I. No, that's, that's that I, I Frankenstein. Frankenstein. 34. 33. Uh, 33? Yeah. Uh, you get it because it's 26. Yeah. Um, you fucked Falk, up. Falk, yeah. the benefactor. What's that? Uh, that's the last Richard Gere movie. Uh, that doesn't help me. It's like a thriller <laughs> with Richard Gere. I'm going to say... Th- I'm going to say... 29. Skelton? 28. Skelton gets it because it's 27. Damn it. Mm. Uh, point goes to Skelton. Um, you're, you're going first? Yeah. Uh, Diablo. What's Diablo? Who's in the, that? It's the um, Clint Eastwood's Kids Western. What's his name? Scott. Oh, Scott, Scott Eastwood. Eastwood. 28. Falk? 29. Skeleton gets it. It's twenty-two. Uh, oh, it's close. It's tw- Falk. it's thirteen to nine. Thirteen to nine. Okay. Falk's in the lead. Um, uh, lost my place. Uh, Falk the thirty-three. Oh, the Chilean miners story. Yeah, with Antonio Banderas. I will say, I will say thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> and Skeleton thirty-four. Uh, Skeleton gets it because it's 43. I was going to guess in the 40s. But it was too tempting. I was going to guess 41. I was wondering when I wrote that one down if that would happen. Uh, oh, Skeleton, uh, uh, you're going to love this. Love the Coopers. You, uh, what? You did the review of Love the Coopers on uh, the web series. Did I? Yeah, it's one of what those family Christmas movies. Oh, it still hasn't come out? Or it came no, out? No, no, it no, came sorry. out, yeah. Uh, so Love the Coopers, I'm going to say... 32. Love the poopers. Uh, okay, Falk. 31. Falk gets it as 20. Damn it. 20. Um, Who was right. in that? Do you remember? A bunch of remember. white people. Oh, yeah, white I people. White people. Uh, Falk. Yeah. Rock the Casbah. Oh, that was that a was badly the- reviewed Bill Murray. However, Bill Murray was in it, and a lot of critics will give him points just for being in it. I'm going to say 31. Mm, this is a tough one. Yeah. Do I go up, up higher or lower? 33. Uh, Falk gets it because it. it's 9%. Ooh. 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 Unexpected. Uh, yeah. Skeleton. Yeah. The Last Witch Hunter starring Ben Diesel. 11. Okay. This just came out, right? Uh, yeah. I'm going 12. Uh, and you said what? 11. Ah, oh, Falk gets it. It's 17%. Ah. All right. Too low. Uh, Falk. Well, yeah. yeah, this is, I mean, it's like, if you want to actually win this game, you got to yeah. stay in the 30s constantly. Yeah. Falk. Yeah. Don't, don't guess for the actual value. Yeah. Falk. Well, then you get three points if you get it right. Then yeah, but, 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 the, but with, the, with the number of uh, uh, movies we got, your yeah. odds are better. The three is not good. If you would, you should have made it like eight. Oh, Okay. <laughs> then we would have been really trying. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. It's not worth. It's not worth it. Okay. Oh, well, I'll up it. I'll up it to eight. No. You want me to make it ten? I can't change my strategy now, Todd. Uh, sorry. Who's going first? I, don't know, I think it's fault. Uh, burnt. Oh the God! Bradley I Cooper. saw that. Oh, you know what? I feel like I. I feel like I know. Cause I still went and saw it, but only for research. 
it wouldn't have been. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh, I'm gonna say uh, thirty. 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 Thirty-one. Uh, it's nineteen. So Falk gets oh, the yes. point. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. Next one. I mean, it was a horrible movie. Skeleton. Yes. Stonewall. Gay, gay, yeah, no, gay no. rights movie. Directed by Roland Emmerich. I. 27. Falk? Well, uh, I'm thinking it had gay rights, so people wanted it to be better, so they graded on the curve. And I'm going to be wrong here, so I'm going to go lower. I'm going lower, just to say lower. Well, do you want to give me a number? What, what did you say? 27. 26. All right, uh, you get it because it's nine. Yes, God I was gonna. I, I'm overthinking it. Boom. Yeah. All right, fall. Reverse course. Yes. Sinister two. Sinister two. They couldn't get Ethan Hawke, so they got who? I don't know. Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Let's she say Dermot Mulroney. Why not? Uh, I'm gonna say eighteen. Okay. Seventeen. Uh, Skeleton gets it because it's thirteen. Uh. Skelton. Yes. Paranormal activity, the ghost dimension. I don't know why. Is that the one after the final Latino one? Yes. It's the most recent one. Seven. Uh, Okay. I'm far enough behind. I might as well start guessing for the real number. I'm going for it. I'm saying 12. Uh, Falk gets it because it's 13. (sighs) Ooh, almost. Falk, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I'm gonna say, I'm. That was okay. I kind of liked it. I'm gonna say. I thought it was fun, but I'm gonna say, thirty-nine. Okay, skeleton. Twenty-one. Falk gets it because it's forty-three percent. Really? Yes. The score is now uh, twenty to eleven. Oh yeah, no, I can't win. You might as well give big points for direct. Give 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 big points for direct. If you get a direct hit. You get an automatic 20 points. <laughs> you guys ready? To change the game. All right. Who's first? Uh, Falk on this one? No. Skeleton? Is it? All right. Skeleton. Uh, the Green Inferno. Oh. Three. Okay. The Eli Roth film, Ooh. The Green Inferno. Oh, it was so maligned and so... I'm going to say six. Uh, Falk gets it because it's actually 35. What? Yeah. Uh... I don't believe that. Falk. Yeah. Our brand is Crisis. 38. Okay, Skelton? 19. It's 33, so Oof. Falk gets it. Um, all right. I'm really good at this game. <laughs> you are. Uh, Skelton, really? right? Uh, the perfect guy. What the fuck is that movie? It's uh, all African American, uh, you know, trashy thriller type movie. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Actually, you—I think you did the rash judgment on the web series and said you were into it. The perfect guy. Yeah. The perfect guy. Who's in it? I can't remember. I don't know. Frick! I'm gonna go forty. Okay. Skeleton. You already said. I said 33. 33? Skeleton guess it because it's 20. I don't remember. Uh, you fooled me by saying I wanted to see it. Falk. Yeah. A Walk in the Woods. 
Oh, uh, Nick Nolte, the Bill Bryson book, which I read. Paul, Paul, Robert Redford. I'm going to give it a nostalgic 35. Okay, 35. Skelton. 41. Skelton gets it because it's 48. All right. Yeah, it doesn't help me Skelton. unless it's the actual number. This is the last one. So you got to nail this and you can get 20 <laughs> points. Uh, unless Falk does. So you're first. Well, no, he couldn't. If I get, if I guess the number. No, no. If you get the exact number, yeah. yeah. Uh, Regardless of whether I do or not. Yeah. Uh, Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt Two, uh, beautiful loser. On Colin, beautiful sh- loser. Crackle direct. Yes, crackle direct. Joe Dirt Two, beautiful loser. Four. Fuck. I see seven, nine, and eleven. So I'm going to go for twelve. Uh, Skelton won the point, but not what the game because it's zero. Ah, you that fooled was us. A zero. I tricked you. That was um, a trick. It was still a good game. Uh, Falk, you ended with uh, 22, game. and you had 14. Love not that bad. game. I like. That's I, pretty I, good. I like things with rules. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I was trying to be nice. Oh, those sad kids. It means it's time for the bottom five. So I challenged myself with this one and tried to come up with uh, the five <laughs> worst 100% uh, per, you know, perfect scores around tomatoes, 100 percenters. And this, like I said before, it fluctuates. Some of them are 99, 100, depending on where you're looking at what time. Um, That's so unacceptable. These are my, my five. Shawshank? Uh, no. Uh, boyhood. Ooh. Before yeah. Midnight. Oh, yeah. Whoa. The Wrestler. Whoa. Oh, God. Roman Holiday. Whoa. That's a good movie. Yeah. And I know that was but the one that was hard for yeah. me to pick because then I was getting, I actually like it, but I was looking at the, you know, the Other whole list and it was like, dogs. these are mostly yeah. good movies. Uh, and finally, The Babadook. <laughs> the Babadook? Is that yeah. a hundy? Uh, 99, yeah. Good Jesus. God. Yeah. Let's end this thing with a moment of positivity, uh, oh, a little yes. elixir to Sonic. make us yes. uh, feel better about movies, especially 0% ones. And here it is. Zapped has 0%. What? What? <laughs> but who cares? It's got Scott Bale and, and nudity. nudity. <laughs> that was the movie I probably watched the most as a, as a young tween with a new VCR and a card in the video rental. <laughs> Zapped again? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> make it all every time I walk <laughs> yeah, just, in. Hand me zap. <laughs> Are you getting they anything just, else this time, nope. or just zapped? They just keep it behind the counter for you. <laughs> I buy it, but back then movies were one hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Yeah. If I you lost it, that. you have to pay a hundred bucks. I do remember that. Um, that's like I had a friend who worked at uh, that. What was it called? Kim's Video in yeah. New York. And he, he told me that Peter Weller used to come in all the time yeah. and rent the same porno movie. Oh, uh, and he asked him. Rented Robocop every time. He yeah. asked him, he asked him if he wanted to just buy it, and Weller said no. 
He's just like coming in and running the same porno every time. Weird. Uh, it's kind of strange. Um, Everybody's got their rituals. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the film picks. Uh, I'd like to thank Steve Falk. Thanks, everybody. Thank and, Cookies. And Steve Skelton. Thank you for listening. For lending their voices. I've been Todd Anderson. The music, as always, is Adam Blau. And be sure to check out our web series on geeknation.com. Uh, we got Doug Benson for the next couple weeks. Oh, yeah. And we're really high. And if you're in New York, uh, go see uh, Adam's uh, Broadway debut as a music supervisor for Nerds, the the musical story of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs coming out in April at the Nederlander or the Music Box, but whatever. Awesome. Go. Bye.